you have to have that grit. You have to have that um, diff- like a variable that's different than everyone else's. Welcome to the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast, hashtag the network. This is episode one brought to you by LaHaye's Electric. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast roundtable. And today I have Jeff Ship with us and I have Nate and I have Cam. So do you want to go around and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you're doing in real estate investing? Okay, everybody, how are you doing today? My name is Jeff Schiff. Um, like we talked about before, I'm doing a lot of wholesaling now, and I do some wholesaling uh, in the middle of a flip, which I hope to get out of here pretty soon. I do a lot of work in Detroit, a lot of different stuff, um, selling houses to out-of-state investors, out-of-country investors. And basically, I'm, I'm really working Detroit pretty hard right now. Awesome. I'm uh, Nate Ganane. I do... Uh Residential buy and holds and residential flips. Um, I, I mainly am trying to get a lot of rental units. I want 100. I got 19 right now. Um, so I'm trying to build that up. But I do flips. Right now, I don't have any active. I sold my last one in January. Um, but I've probably done 50. Um, just right now, I'm really picky on those. Hey, everyone. My name is Cam. Um, I, I'm new to the game. I just bought my first property December of 2018. So just trying to understand the game, buy more properties, and have more rental units. Got it. So you actually have a very interesting way that you got here. So um, I know you worked um, with Winning Futures. So correct, correct. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what that is and, and who your mentor was and how it got started? Yeah. Um, back in 2011, I was part of a program called Winning Futures. Um, it was a mentor-mentee program. And at the time, I was just kind of trying to understand like business, just trying to get my hands dirty, trying to under, you know, know the game. So at the time, I was like not sure what to do, and just more of so, um, who do I, who is the point of contact? Because growing up, I really didn't have like mentors and mentees. It was just more so just the family aspect of everything. So um, throughout my time in Winning Futures, I was I, I was paired with a mentor who was really in the game, who knew, who understood business, who understood real estate, and I was just like inspired by that, and. It was, um, so once I got, once throughout my Wind Futures, you know, time, it was, how do, how do I imp, uh, implement these um, daily habits in my lifestyle? So Winning Futures was a great, like, learning experience. I'm still close with everyone and all the mentees, multiple mentors, and hopefully, you know, once I become a little bit more successful, I want to be a mentor for mentees who, you know, that want to also d- dabble with business, real estate, technology and um, a variety of other things. So what are you doing? I, I know you got the one that, Correct, that yes. you just bought, but how did you how did you get there? So before that, um, I worked with for my mentor. He was in, in, in the scene hard. So I was tr- just there next to him trying to figure out, like, how does he do things? And I was kind of just shadowing, just shadowing with uh, like-minded individuals going to the RIAs at 20, like 19, 20 years old, just like, okay, whatever, this is, this is not going to, this is just another day for me. But actually seeing people who are successful at this was just inspiring. Um, different RIAs, whether it's the Macomb or the Oakland County RIAs, um, just like the marketing aspects of things, like you don't want to be like everyone else. You have to have that grit. You have to have that um, diff- like a variable that's different than everyone else's. 
And that's pretty much what I learned from my mentor. My mentor was also in um, not just the real estate aspect, but just business. Like, if hey, if I can make a quick penny on something, I'm going to get my hands dirty on that. I want to figure it out. And that's something that I learned from um, my time with uh, my mentor. So with the winning futures, is it just for entrepreneurship? Or? No, it's, it's with whatever you like. There's a, a mentor out there that's in everything. If you're into fashion, you, you'll find a mentor, that, a mentor that's into fashion. If you're into technology, you'll find someone that's in that lane. So it's pairing, it, pairing one mentor up with multiple mentees who, you know, maybe I could get value out of this. And that's where it worked out for me. That's very cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. So what do you think about that, Jeff? Actually, I, I, what he's saying is great because so many young kids nowadays really, they kind of are struggling which sure. paths they're going to take in life. In, in a situation like you went through, like that winning futures and that, and, you know, they help you with the mentors, they kind of steer you. I think that's great. I think that's a great thing that you did. I hope more kids get into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think it'll really take them somewhere because not every kid is meant to go to college. Not every kid or every person is meant to be an entrepreneur. You got to figure out your little lane, your little niche. And, and I think what you did is, is perfect. I mean, it sounds like it really helped you. Right, right. And another thing is like at that age, I feel like we're all being molded. Yeah. So if I could, if I'm, if I, since I was lucky enough to find a mentor who was able to mold me into being a successful businessman, um, successful thinker, someone to actually help me have grit in my system, that's where it really comes from. Because not everyone has, uh, like you said, not everyone wants to go to college. Not everyone can afford to go to college. But, however, not everyone that goes to college becomes successful either. So this is, um, programs like this really does help everyone. The mentor as well as the mentee. So it's a two-way street. And I'm sure my mentor learned a lot from me as well as uh, the multiple mentees learned a lot from the mentor. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I know you started when you were really young, Nate. So yeah. you know it's yeah. No, that sounds awesome. I, I wasn't exposed to that, but I'm sure it was great because uh, even like I, I was lucky enough. My dad, um, he worked at Chrysler for like 30 years, but he did real estate before. He had his own business. He still has his own business. Guy works like 100 hours a week, but I was exposed to business really young. A lot of people aren't, but even that, like you know, if I was exposed to that, you're exposed to different kinds of business entrepreneurs. I'm sure. Um, that sounds great. Uh, like I said, I was just lucky enough that I was exposed to it within my own household. Yeah. And how about your support system? Oh, support was great. Um, we're, my, my, my father was into real estate as well, but it was just within his own means. You know, just an immigrant family coming into America trying to figure it out. So my dad had uh, two properties in Hemtramck, uh, rented them out, made good money. And then I just kind of saw okay, this is how you're doing it on a cultural aspect, but there's actually a better and more innovative way. And let's try to bridge the two. Let's try to figure out, okay, this, these two properties, we could probably buy two, three more, but let's not stay comfortable. When that's where I could learn what I learned from at home and then take what I'm learning in school or in, in the real life and try to bridge those two together. And that's why I think it, it worked out well for me. So with your first place now, what's your next step? What, what are your new plans? Uh, my next step would be uh, like multi-units. I want to get my hands. Yeah. There we go. Just talking to him, it was just like, wow, like, okay, there's uh, there's opportunities out there. And also, I want to get involved in Detroit. I was, And Jeff, that's a winner ah, for you. you yeah. Right? So, like, you I'm, talk Detroit all day. Because 
like I grew up in like Detroit, like uh, Hamtramck area. So I was like, I know the neighborhood good enough. Like I went to school, Detroit public schools. I went to Wayne State University. So okay. I was like, I, I have a strong attachment, like, you know, tight attachment to that area. So I do want to get involved in multi-units as well as Detroit one day. So that's like my next step. Yeah, I mean, the, the returns are great in Detroit. Right, right. And you yeah. know, you have yeah, one down there, Nate. Right. So everybody knows, you know, the returns are great in Detroit. And it's coming back, as we all know, and we all see it. And you grew up down in that area, so right, you right. really and got I'm, to see and it. And I'm also working in downtown Detroit. Oh, so it's just go. like I'm seeing it from the my internship times as well as to now, like how the resurgence, the, 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 the vibes are completely different. Yeah. So and yeah. it's and why not be a part of it? There you why, go. why not make, try and make a change? And there's, you know, like-minded thinkers out there. Like, yeah. there's students out there that want to get involved, but it's just kind of, how do we do it? So th- how do we do it is there's multiple ways to get in there. You could go th- a podcast like this, reading books. Um, and then if you don't want to do that, there's also technology. And I think social media is like a game changer. And also, like... Reddits and Facebook, Instagram, Slack. I think that's like not utilized enough for entrepreneurs as well as real estate. So true. Now, do you see more and more young people getting involved more? I mean, what is your feeling about the young people getting more involved with the bringing the city of Detroit back? And do you I, think they're going to really get behind it, or is it still going to be a little bit of an older crowd pushing? What are your feelings on that? I think it's um, it's going to be it's going to take a while for the younger crowd to get in. Because there's one we're affected by a lot of student debt. If just to get involved and just being scared, like what could the outcome be? Yeah. Where we don't, we're not, at first I really wasn't sure of what to expect when I got into real estate. For personally thinking, like if I didn't have my mentor and had these type of questions, I probably would never buy a house. I would never have bought my first house, hundred percent. But I know what to expect. I now I see that okay, if I with this route then I could expect this. And a lot of uh, kids my age or maybe younger or older, they don't want to get involved in that because that's not their lane. They, they were never exposed to it. And if they were, congratulations, I, you know, I, that's great. But this is the majority of people that I come across is just like, that's good, congratulations. However, we're not, we don't know where to go. And luckily, which is kind of crazy because we live in the smartest generation. We have Google. We could, <laughs> we could, we could Google, Google like real estate networking shops. We didn't we could, have Google. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, um, this is something that we should utilize more with these, these type of podcasts, this type of environments. So I hope more people get involved because it will take a, like a, a village of people to really raise, raise a child. So it's like imagine raising Detroit or trying to bring, uh, have generational wealth. That's, that's kind of what I get out of it. Yeah, well, things have definitely changed. So, oh, I yeah. mean, social media is a, definitely a, an avenue for people. And it, for a lot of times, it's free, you know. So, and you can reach, you know, how many people I find that I have to track down for title stuff on Facebook? I mean, it's. <laughs> and they're always online. <laughs> it's, a, it's a resource, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. You have a lot of cool resources now. Versus, you know, when I started, there really wasn't. It was going to the RIAs or you pay thousands of dollars for sure. a guru um, seminar. But I, I went to college and did not end up doing anything that I thought I got yeah. stuck into title when I was 18. And then I, I never looked back. So, you know, my college degree didn't do a whole lot for me. But 
I can also tell you that I was charging money for people to come in my clubhouse when I was seven. So, I mean, it was just kind of in my blood. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hustler from a young age. Yeah, yeah, you got to. But it really is. It's a mindset. It's a frame of mind. You have to know that you want it. You were just telling us, I mean, you had stuff on your walls. I mean, it was, yeah. <laughs> it got you in the zone every day yeah. to, to get out there and do what you need to do. Cause it's not an easy thing. No, it's not. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I recommend anyone do that and it, look at it every day before you go to bed, when you wake up, it just puts you in a crazy mindset and you don't think about it. Like I'll walk down the street and somehow just bump into somebody like him and talk to him. If I, but if I wasn't putting that on the wall, I wouldn't, I'd never know that he's also but with with doing what I did, I had crazy experiences happen. If I told you, you'd be like, that's not real. But it was, and it's just because in the back of my head, subconsciously, that's all I'm thinking about is like, how can I further this? How can I make this successful? Well, in talking about it, it's amazing the people that you run into. Yeah. Um, I just got back from a conference with my Uber driver. I get in and we start talking. He asked me why I was in town. I told him for a title conference, come to find out. He owns seven properties in Orlando, you know, and he's like, here's my card. You want to invest in Orlando? Come back and see me. I'll drive you around. I mean, so it's a, you really, I mean, you don't know who you're going to meet or when or, you know, what form they're going to take. It might be your next Uber driver, might be your sure. private money guy, you know. Yeah. And you just have to extend that hand. Yeah. And it's just like have that conversation. If you're passionate about it, you're going to talk about it. And maybe the other person's passionate about it at the same time. You won't know until you have that first conversation. Sure. Yeah. You yeah. ever find when you're like sitting in a restaurant and you'll hear something because now you're into it, your ear perks oh, up. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're talking real estate. What, what are they talking about? <laughs> Let me get in on that conversation. You don't even know them. And next thing you know, you're, yeah. you're, you know, you're jabbing away with them about real estate. And like you said, you never know. I, I met a stager that way. She was actually my waitress. <laughs> and she was talking to the next table. About real estate, and I asked her, "Oh, what do you? Oh, really? You into real estate? What are you doing?" And she told me, "Oh, I do staging. My daughter and I do staging." It's like, "Oh, okay." You know, would have never thought of it. Looking at her, would have never thought of it, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." You know, and it's just you just kind of pick up on stuff when you're aware. Yeah, like tunes in. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, like I, uh, for example, I threw probably like my third year in. I threw on my wall that I wanted one more investor for like 150 thousand within like. Two and a half months, some guy just messaged me on bigger pockets, and basically that's how much he had. It was nuts. They like, yeah, I'm like, what the heck is that? I'm not like a super active guy on bigger pockets, you know. And it was just crazy. Yeah. Like, it just put me out there. And it was just uh, that stuff like that happens all the time. I throw it on the wall, and it'll just like appear. Like, there it is. You put it out to the universe, and it, it gets returned. Right yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So. Nate, what were you going to college for? Like, I was going into forensics, which obviously in title, I am no longer in. <laughs> yeah, so my, my, my mom's actually a school teacher. Uh, she just retired a couple of years ago. She went back to teach. But uh, so I was going to college more for her. I, my whole life, I knew I wanted to be a business owner. Um, so I was going to Macomb College, uh, finance and economics. Um, so I, and I, funny thing, I actually did my two years. So I should have an associates, but I never applied to get my. So I'm dumb. I should have just applied. Like all I need to do is apply and send me. And so I don't think I technically have my associates, but I did all the credits, passed everything. But yeah, and that's the thing. My second year, I got really busy in real estate, so I wanted to drop out anyway. But I was in a business class, and I think it was an entrepreneur class, something about starting a business. And we were doing these business plans, and we we're supposed to like act like we're starting this business. So I did. I was doing it, and I asked the teacher. I was like, "Hey, this business here, I think needs like thirty grand. I don't have thirty grand. So how am I supposed to get thirty thousand dollars?" Yeah. And she was a great teacher, but to her, like, so that's to her credit. But 
she told the class, like this was a class question. She said, well, you know, just get a good job and save up. I, in my head, I'm like, I'm not going to work somewhere stupid for 10 years. Like I'm at a car wash at the car, at mm-hmm. was, and I'm not, mm-hmm. not going to wait there for 10 years and save 30 grand to do this. That might flop. Like to me, it didn't make sense. And I was reading books. So I was like, all right, well, I'm done with college because this business degree, I'm, I was going to have to transfer to a university. It's going to start costing a lot of money. And, and not that she was useless, but for what I was trying to do is absolutely useless knowledge for that was an entrepreneur class, and you just told me to work for 10, 15 years. To, <laughs> just to get the, you know, like, that was crazy. And, like, and, you know, there's a lot of ways you can get money without doing that. Well, and you've got a magic wall, so you put $30,000 yeah. on there, and it's going to appear. Walk it out. Yeah. Yeah. Build one of these walls I got. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what were you going to school for? Or what are you going to school for? So, um, I went to Macomb Community College. I Got a, now I have my bachelor from Wayne State University for with uh, information system management. So I'm in the IT sector. So, but before oh, that, we'll like, have to talk later. Yeah, for sure, we'll talk. <laughs> but uh, just like, but prior to that, I was very interested in marketing, um, just similar in accounting, and that was like something I wanted to get into. But it was just like, okay, but I realized the game was changing. Everything was changing. Like, there's marketing. There's also digital marketing. So how do I get my hands dirty on digital marketing? Yeah. Then there's AdWords and just a bunch of other things that fall into play. So that's what I went into, and um, that was honestly one of the best decisions I made. It was opened up so many doors for me. Like just now, I have couldn't have conversations with different types of people. Like, okay, we know that Instagram is or Facebook is one of the leading, you know, resources for business. So, okay, how can I get my business out there? So, and then I started digging up more on YouTube, on Facebook, and Instagram, and it's just like, wow, you could get so many, so much analytics from here. And if you could dump that into a database and then kind of, okay, let's query out what's important to you. And that's how, that's kind of the lane that I took for my college years. And college was great, but it's, it's more so like a traditional way. Like if I wanted 30K, the same thing, hey, go get a job and save for that 30K. But why would I waste this much time yeah. just to, <laughs> just to work when I could maybe find a private investor? But right. that's not something we, we were taught. Like, I was never told, like, hey, you could find a private investor until I started working with my mentor. I, I thought that was out of, like, when I heard of a private investor, I was like, what is it? I don't trust you. You trust me? Like, how do you trust me? You don't even know me. <laughs> yeah. So then that's something I had to learn out there, on the, you know, on the streets and working with different types of people. And that was kind of, you know, out of the box thinking that you really don't get from college. Yeah, and I don't know if you ever heard when, when Nate was talking about private money. I mean, totally... I, He's got more than he can use at the yeah, moment. Yeah, I mean, I so, so, so it's out there. Right, exactly. People have, I guess people have a lot. Like, it's good. There's money out there. That want, they want their money to make more money, of course. Well, in yeah. traditional sense, you put your money in a bank, and it's never going to grow yeah, like that. Right, right, exactly. And your 401k plan, it's never going to grow like that. You know, so there are so many resources. And right, it, right. it's nice that you had a mentor that, would, right. I wish I had someone that would have told me that way back when. I mean, because, yeah. you know, I pulled equity out of my house. I, you know, I mean, you right. found a way to find it without asking mm-hmm. for it um, because being told no or it's not your primary or your income isn't it but they're not taking into consideration you're gonna be getting a return you know, so it's just it's difficult to go the traditional route so that's um, a very important part of the networking it sounds like that's an important part from your mentor that that you picked Correct, up yeah. on I mean that's a really good nugget to, to know when to have because um, I didn't do that. What about no. you? No. No? No, no. I did the go get a job and you'll be okay. Right, I worked right. 33 <laughs> years and finally got to retire. You know, but I think it's great to see, you know, young guys like yourselves that figure out there is options. 
you don't have to go to work to fulfill somebody else's dreams, right? Because right. that's really what you do when you go to work for somebody. That's what I did. I went, you know, I didn't go to college. I come right out of high school and went to the factories with a lot of us at my age and stuff and older did. And, and so, but, you know, the younger generation, a lot of you guys, and I think it is due to the social media and, and the internet. It sure isn't to do with TV, but they show you that there's options for you guys now. You don't have mm. to go work for somebody else and fulfill their dream. Hey, I can make my dream come true. And that's what it sounds like you guys, you know, two young guys, you figured out early, mm-hmm. which, you know, bless you for that. You know, instead of going the other route, then chasing your dreams when you get older, you can chase your dreams now and live the lifestyle. I mean, you know, you're doing this full time. Yep. Yeah. Full time. So, you know, that's a big thing. And, and you're working somewhere else right Correct, now, yes. but you're trying to get out of that. I'm presuming. Right, 100%. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah. I be mean, my own boss right now. Like, just try to work while I can and then eventually have what he ha- like what everyone here has just multiple units. Listen, something that you're passionate about. And that's what I that's the ultimate goal. If that's five years, then I have to write that down, put it on my magic wall, and kind of <laughs> it, it'll happen. If you, if you have the mindset, if you want it, it'll come. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta, we all got to get an eight wall. <laughs> that's yeah. for sure. We got to get an eight wall. That's for <laughs> uh, Both you guys mentioned about like, the internet, and so did you. But uh, like the crazy thing about now is that like the internet. Well, like when you were growing up, like if you wanted to figure out real estate, you had to go out and find someone oh, successful yeah. in real estate. That's a hard thing to do. I, I didn't, I mean. Well, they don't want to train their competition. That's yeah. what I'm you saying. Know? But you'd have to like yeah. randomly run into someone. Then you'd have to convince them to teach you. Today, I mean, you could be broke. You'd be homeless and go walk into a library, use the internet and go on bigger pockets and find out anything you need to know. So there's like today, there's almost no excuse. Like if you want it bad enough, you'll be successful. You can figure out anything you want. You can. You can probably build that car on the wall over there. You know, look right. it up, yeah. figure out all kinds of stuff. Yeah, you can nowadays. Yeah. yeah, which is nuts. Like yeah. if you think about it. I mean, we were born with that almost. But mm. yeah, even yeah. older people, like you can, like you, you can get on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I can almost <laughs> work Google pretty good. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you can just do whatever you want these days, and that's yeah. a great thing to take advantage of for sure. I was great at it when it was like dial-up. You oh, know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was, you remember I was that? Good. Yeah. yeah, that I was, was good. These guys have no idea. Can't talk on the phone and search the at the same time. <laughs> yeah, my kids. I looked at my phone and um, right. we were laughing because they were watching a movie and there's a big old cell phone on it. Mm-hmm. And they were all like, "Where's the apps? How do you get apps on that?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh dear, no, that doesn't. It's not no, how it no, works that's anymore." Not, uh, no, but Way even different. even the girls that I train here, you know, and they're like, "Just use Google. Just use Google." And it's funny because I mean, I come from fax machines and hand couriers and everything is a check and there's no wires and there was no Google. I mean, there was no email at that time. I mean, it was, but I I think it's different times because what you guys can be exposed to and what we all can now, it changes that learning curve drastically. Like you said, you can find out everything without trying to get somebody Mm because into what Erica said, it's a shame. Most people have that scarcity mindset. Oh, I can't teach them because they're, you know, mm-hmm. my competition. That's total hogwash, first yeah. of all. If we were all multimillionaires, we couldn't buy all the deals out there. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a lie people put in their heads. You know what I'm saying? And But with the internet, that helps loosen that up, I think. Because yeah. you can train yourself. Yeah, no, There's no excuse not to. Yeah, 100%. And you can... Even if you change yourself, you can put yourself in touch with guys like you. I, I can Correct. meet you. Yeah. I can meet you. I yeah. can meet you. Like you throw yourself out there, and everyone will see it, and then they'll reach out. You know, and true. Everybody true. helps each other one way. And I always try to help people wherever I can. But 
I always feel like I don't help people and not like other people I run into give me so much stuff, like without probably even realizing it. But yeah. you know, that's how I'm successful. I try to give as much as I can, but I always feel like everyone's throwing stuff at me all the time. Well, and you it know? comes back. It comes yeah, back. It's it. It's it's a so, yeah, yeah, it comes back to you if you give, yeah. give, give, give. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cam, uh, so I know you got your first one. So are you going to continue to look at this and, and do more rentals? Or are you thinking wholesaling? or? Yeah, I do want to get more rentals. Um, I'm three months into it right now. And so far, not gonna, everything is, you know, uh, what I expected. So everything is great so far. But I'm waiting for it to struggle. I'm waiting to struggle a little bit, to be honest with you. I want something to break down so I can go in there and try to figure it out. Go to a Home Depot and like <laughs> Google like, okay, what is it? What is this? Because I, it's I, exciting I think, the first think, time after that. You yeah, might it's like I kind of want some like issues to come up. To, truthfully speaking, yeah. I want to know like, okay, if this goes down, what am I? What to expect? Because right now, I'm, you know, like it's, it's it's going well, but I do want to get more houses. But this house was kind of out of the box ready. I want to buy something that has issues like problems, like something's broken. Go in to try to fix it, or like, hey, reach out to someone that knows how to fix it. And that, again, then build that like core community within my team. And then this is okay. Now I have a plumber. I have a guy for electrician. Currently, I don't have any of that. It's just me and um, if I, I talk to my dad, like, hey, what do I do? Like, <laughs> what do I do? Like, if, I, if my dad doesn't have the answer, I go to Google and like yeah. try to, you know, talk, ask these questions on Reddit. So this is a, I do want to buy my, more houses. Um, I put a goal down. So every like Saturday, I want to look at two new houses. And that's something I want to do, like, not this month, but starting next month when I have a little bit more free time and the weather gets a little better. So then I'm more comfortable in the game. Now I know what to expect. And then because right now every house looks the same. And we know that's not the case, but to me, everything looks the same. So I want to know if I get out there and look at more houses, I'll know the differences. OK, this wall looks is something's wrong with it. The furnace looks off. Like this is, I didn't see this in my other house that I saw last week. So what's the difference? Like, let me check out both these houses again and try to analyze, look at it. And then, okay, then which one's broken, which one's right. So that's kind of, those are personal goals for myself. So hopefully by the fall time, I have one, two more properties. Are you having any struggles or any questions that, I mean, you got two guys no, here at yeah, your full disposal that, just, that are, you know, eager to help. Yeah. It was just more so, okay. And the investing side, I'm looking for an investor. Before I even look by this house, I need money. So, how do you know who do you, like who do you trust? How do you know which money is the right money to take? Because everyone, every, whoever has money, they 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 want to invest in it. But okay, for someone like myself, what do I what do I take from them? Like, what should I give them as collateral? Yeah, you're saying like, what should you offer them? Yeah, what should I offer um, them if anything? So, uh, what's crazy is private investors. You can do. Anything. Right, I mean, right. Someone could agree to give 1% on their money. And that, right. that is nuts. But um, I shoot for like 7 to 9% a year, mm-hmm. uh, which, and at first, when I first started, I thought that was really low. But if you think about it, and I, now I look at all kinds of stuff, if you think about it, like say, um, you know, you work wherever you work and, you know, you got like a 401k basically, you know, it's hopefully earning like 4%. Financial managers will say, I want to get you 46%, three to five. Total guess. They have no idea. Yeah. So, like, when I walk up to somebody, if you if you ask me, like, say, hey, you know, you I, now people come up to me, so I don't search. They, they'll walk up to me and say, hey, I've got fifty thousand dollars. Well, what sure. should I do? And I'll tell them, I'll say, you know, like I, you know, I can buy a house like this, and I'll give them an example property. So I'll say, you know, I, for example, I'll buy a fifty thousand dollar house um, for say for a rental, and, and say it'll rent for a thousand bucks. I'm gonna buy this fifty thousand dollars house for a thousand dollar rent a month. You give me your money, I'll give you 8% a year, and I'll pay you monthly, all interest. So, you know, whatever that equates to. 
to them, I'm not saying you might get 4%, you might get 8 I'm saying you will get 8%, you'll get it every single month, you'll have the lien on the house, which um, you're a title company, so mm -hmm. first mortgage is what it's really called, it, uh, I think I use a private purchase mortgage or something. I don't know the legal name of that. Yeah, no. But anyway, I leave that to my title company. Yeah. Um, sure. you know, so they, they place the, the mortgage on the house and I give them a promissory note and it all coincides. So you give me 50 grand, you got title of this house, you know, I, I might rehab it a little bit, put this tenant in and you know, pay your interest every single month. So to a guy that's working at, you know, say Chrysler and he's making whatever he is, his retirement's doing nothing. So if I'm giving yeah. him 8% a year, and it's not guaranteed. You're not even allowed to say that, but but it is. Like if I don't pay you, you're gonna take my house from me that I might have put ten grand into. I'm not gonna let that happen. So it's like very secure. People understand sure, real estate. Yeah. So when I started, like I said, I thought it was a lot harder to raise money than it really is. There's money everywhere. Like a normal guy making thirty to forty grand a year, if they've been working for ten years, they usually have a four hundred one k with like fifty grand and eighty sure. grand. That yeah, can yeah. be self directed. Um, Graham, older people have money laying around that. People eat their savings. That's what I call it. So most people try to retire by the age of like 62, and they're hoping they have a million and a half. It sounds like a lot, but they're planning. If they live 25 years, they'll have eaten all of that because they're making their interest is less than what they're living on. Mm -hmm. I talked to a guy at Home Depot when I first started. He retired two years later, but I was talking to him, and he's like, yeah, I'm saving for retirement. And I was somehow he told me what he had. He's like, I got $2 million saved up. And I was like, holy crap, that's a lot of money. And he goes, no, I really, if you think about it, I projected blah, blah, blah. He's like, if I live to be 90 on $2 million, I'll be broke for, from 85 to 90. He's like, I need whatever, two and a half or whatever he said. To me, that was crazy. This guy was eating everything. Like, you know, make 6% and live off that. And he wasn't doing that. He was projecting a 1% return or something crazy. Mm. So like that guy. I, I was early in my thing. I didn't ask him, but like, if I met him now, he might say, "Hey, I invest a hundred grand, and then you know, if you're returning on eight percent a year, he'll be like, here's another hundred, here's fifty, here's you know, people just start throwing money at you." Like, yeah. I stopped searching outright. Like, I don't approach people; they kind of just approach me, or it comes up at a party. You know, well, that's a good problem. It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, no, does. It, it comes yeah. through you, and and that's good. think outside the box. Yes. Don't think, oh, just how can I get <clears throat> private money? I, I do a lot of deals with people. Well, we'll do 50-50. They put up the money. Yeah. Like, and I do a lot of hoteling now. They'll put up the money totally. I'll find the deal. They'll put up the money. I'll sell it because I got the buyers. And we split 50-50, and you can make money that way. But I've also had people approaching me want to do that on rentals because they don't know it. They're scared. They don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Hey, I'll put it all up. You get the property, you rehab it if you need a rehab, you get a 10 in, you watch it. I'll put the money up, we'll do 50-50. I mean, think outside the box too. It ain't all about, oh, I've got to find this oh, guy to loan yeah. the money. Oh, yeah. You you can get out there. There's a lot of different ways to make it. Yeah, and, you know? and uh, so like I, I still call that private money, but yeah, the yeah. way you do it, you can be as creative as you want. You can give a guy... Like that, that guy, he gets 50% equity in a deal, doesn't have to do any work. Right. He's running it. You know, he's got yeah. his trust or whatever. And even to begin with, you can say, I need 50 grand for this project. But if you give me 30, I'll put in 20 if you have any. And then that way it's a huge buffer. You gain a relationship. He still has a mortgage with a $20,000 buffer and hopefully some equity above that. Um, 
And it just becomes like a no brainer. He's like, all right, well, I, I trust you now because you put 20 grand on top of my 30. You mm -hmm. do that deal good. Next time, he'll fund the whole thing for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then everyone comes back with more money. Oh, so yeah, yeah. People yeah. start with 30 grand. Next time, they'll be like, I got 80 now. I got 100. I got yeah, they open up the bank account. Yeah. <laughs> they open up the wallets. Like, oh, I got more money. Yeah. Like, if yeah. someone gives you 50, that's yeah. not all they have. Right. They're right. in the first deal. They, they yeah, yeah. got something on it. So, um, yeah. Like, sure. how about, sorry, uh, if oh, you have no, a question. No, so, ahead. how about looking at certain neighborhoods? I understand, like, okay, there's. Neighborhoods like Royal Oak, Fernell, that's always going to be great. There's parts of Detroit that's always going to be good. But, yeah. okay, what about neighborhoods that are in the outskirts of those areas? Do you think those would be areas to maybe look into? Yeah. Well, and what you want to do, let's let's concentrate on somewhere like Detroit or, sure, sure. or Warren or something like that that's coming back. You know, we're both familiar with Warren and that. Right, right. In Detroit. What you want to look at is areas that you can see development coming, where they are putting money. Uh, a guy told me a while back, and I thought about it, and. It was like, ding, ding, why didn't you think? Where are the grocery stores going in, like Detroit? Where are they putting the Myers at? Where, you know, where are the Home Depots moving? Mm -hmm. they're, they've got huge money. They know what's going to happen. They're not putting the Myers there. They're not spending, you know, hundreds of millions or whatever it costs to get a Myers running, knowing that the people aren't going to be there. Sure. No, so no. look at some of that and look at where the development's coming. And, and Detroit is block to block, so you need to be careful. Drive it. Get to know it. I mean, I've made myself personal maps with color-coded, literally down the streets, down the block. Like good where and to bad. Buy. Yeah. yeah, because you have to. Right. And, and what you, that's what you want to really look at. Make sure if there's 10 houses on the street, seven or eight of them are occupied. You know, don't go in there where there's 50 of them burn out and try to buy in there thinking, you know, you're going to change the world because it might not happen. Right, right. You know, in, in Warren, like, you know, like he knows, they're coming back around. Just look, where's the development going? Where do you see the dumpsters? If you see dumpsters outside of houses, oh, action's happening. You see vans parked out and workers, okay, this Something's is going happening. on. This right. area is coming around. Just keep your eyes out, you know, and you can really get in there and get in when it starts getting going so you can make part of it. And, and that's really what you need to look for. Okay. No, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to give him as some nuggets to, um, to help? Yes, it's the same topic. Like, uh, for instance, like Warren's doing that. Um, I don't even know what they're calling it. They're putting like $5 million in uh, right on Van Dyke. Yeah. Oh, the um, downtown? Yeah. They're putting yeah. The whole, no, not right the by downtown, 8 miles. Not even oh. downtown. Yeah. So they're doing that, which is nuts. I don't even know all the details. That's, <laughs> that's by like their city hall. But no, on Van Dyke, right by 9 Mile, they're putting in uh, a little police station, a park. A library, oh, yeah, yeah. but it's a five million dollar project, and they're doing it because South Warren has been saying they've been ignored, and they really have. So, but if a city's gonna put five million dollars there, like what? Where's like no one's gonna live there? Then people mm. moving out, you know. So to me, if you can buy it for today's prices, you know, a great deal. All right, because people are probably gonna move here. The city's probably gonna follow up with some more money, and businesses will move in, and they'll probably offer tax bait rebates. There's programs that you can follow um, on that strip on Van Dyke. They offer business owners. Basically, free money to develop businesses, drop in there. To me, like you look at all that, the cities are getting behind certain areas. And I like South Warren because it's yeah. one of the few places you can get a $50,000 house. Yeah. You know, like if, I mean, if you're a first time home buyer right now, well, I'm not saying they're buying there, but a first time home buyer with a $120,000 budget, where can they buy a house? Nowhere. Not it's nowhere. Hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's like, hard. all my friends, they wish they bought a house four or five years ago when they could have got $80,000 house in St. Clair Shores. Today, they can't buy a house there, you know. It's, so yeah. I look at that, and then Detroit is totally different than any city I've ever seen in any country. So yeah. you got to be a little 
But yeah, same thing. You follow like like he said, Myers. Like you know how much millions of dollars oh, they're yeah, putting they're- in their research to pick that spot. There's no way they're going to be wrong. And the city's giving them all kinds of stuff, and they're then backpacking on that area, and it's going to be a great area. Yeah. And banks too. I mean, if you find a neighborhood that has some banks in it, it's better. You know. Yeah, the security. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I, that's that yeah. was one of my tel- like signs. If if I can find a bank within a half a mile of somewhere, I know it, it's worth me looking at because they're there. Banks left all of Detroit a while ago. Yeah. That's right, a right. very cool tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's what I did. I bought two duplexes actually in Mexican Town two years ago. Uh, I pulled up there with my realtor, who's a great guy. I've used him a bunch, but he got out and he's like, Nate, where do you have me going? Because there's like graffiti <laughs> and whatever. And it used to be a dangerous part of town. And uh, I was like, oh, I did my research. It's, it's cool. And I bought these things. They're worth like five times what I bought them for. And I mean, but there was a state farm a block over. There was a credit union a block over, two blocks that way. There was um, Bank of America or something. And all this money, too. There's city projects. City yeah. made it um, a five-minute walk area. So, you know, two years ago is a no-brainer. Like, and stuff doubled, basically. You know, it's crazy. And then look at gross. Mm-hmm. That, so, and I didn't get into these details. Now I do. But um, back then, I blindly, I didn't look at, like, median incomes. But that area, the year before I bought, the median income of a family was, like, 18000 The next year it came out after I bought, I actually looked at them, and it, it doubled. It went to 38000 So it went from eighteen to thirty-eight. I blindly got lucky on that. But I was based on all this other stuff. But you can look at that. You can say, oh, crap, these just doubled. So that means these people can pay more money. It also means, like, better jobs have come, different clientele yeah. maybe. Um, but, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. You can, But, yeah, you can also just backpack off the billion-dollar companies that are throwing money yeah, at everything. Sure. Yeah, well, that's that's seeable. Yeah. You can actually absolutely. drive down the road and see it. Yeah. The bank, I love that one. Yeah, that's a good one. I love the bank one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that one. Love yeah, it. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that in my right. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, there's a bank. <laughs> Just because they they actually move kind of frequently, and I I know years like not years, but like six years ago, a lot of neighborhoods didn't have a bank anywhere. No. Um. So, a few neighborhoods that do, and now they're coming back everywhere. But you still, you know that neighborhoods coming back. So I look for a lot of strange stuff, and I'm kind of new to Detroit, by the way. Sure. Uh, I, I own three duplexes in Detroit, and I've done one flip um, and some other stuff. But, like, you know, if I've done 70 transactions, that's – I just named only five to Detroit, and it was in the last two years. Um, I was looking at it a long time before that, but I didn't want to put any of my private money in jeopardy because Detroit is, like, its own monster. But I love yeah. it. I would buy stuff sure. there all day long in any of the areas I, I look at. So, so yeah. I have a qu- another question that I kind of wrote down prior to wanting yeah, to come in. So, this is great. So empl- uh, the, since the employment rate is so um, low right now, so if the employment rate has affected market prices, like you guys are, the, I would consider, like, the experts. So has employment rate affected market uh, prices drastically, or is it just kind of like what is saying, expected? Yeah, you're saying because the unemployment rate's so yeah, low. Yeah, so low right now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think it has for sure. I mean, especially, especially if you're talking about Detroit. Like the yeah. crazy thing with Detroit is, you know, eight years ago Dan Gilbert came and did all this sure. nut stuff, brought in these companies. They're offering incentives. They're still offering yeah. incentives to their people, but like that, you could have backpacked off that. But yeah, so the unemployment, the city of Detroit. I don't know the stats, but seven years ago, if you looked at just people living in Detroit. The unemployment rate was crazy. Right. But half of that was there actually were some jobs in downtown, but no one wanted to live there. So these guys brought these people in mm-hmm. who actually worked there. So the unemployment rate dropped in that city. So if you find those neighborhoods, yeah, because, you know, people have jobs. They can pay more. You you know, you can offer a better product and you can raise your rates, basically. Sure. So I I, I think the unemployment rate is huge. Yeah, um, it is. Okay, but yeah. you have to go location by location. Like if Macomb County, for example— 
if their unemployment rate dropped to two percent, you can still go to a city that might be at ten. You know, so you gotta look at that. Like I bought that four unit in Port Huron. I think their vacant house rate is like thirteen percent. That means thirteen percent of all houses are vacant, which is really high. But if you buy it in a pocket, my pocket doesn't have any vacancies. Mm-hmm. So where I bought that, you know, so okay. then you got to, especially Detroit. Yeah. And yeah. He, then it's all about analytics. Yeah. Right, right. Where's okay. the pocket? Yep. You know, and that that's very crucial. You yeah. know, you don't you want to stay in the pocket where it is going to be some employment and hopefully improvement. To yeah. That too. Yeah. Well, you know, catch what, it on. You the know, raise everybody, yeah. you know, raise you. Right. Right. hundred percent. Yeah. It's like the, the Chrysler jobs. Um they announced that like 6,000 new people at their three yeah. plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1,500 of those jobs are going to South Warren in their truck plant, their yeah. re-outfit. Yeah, right four, down the road. Yeah. 1,400, 1,500 jobs. And they got the other 5,000 jobs between the FCA plant off in Jefferson Chalmers. And I don't know exactly where the other one's at, but, you know, you buy a house two blocks over from oh, yeah. that, there's 3,000 jobs coming to make it nice. Someone's going to live there. You know, right, you got right, right. Yeah, jobs. because they're, they're going to. They're hard workers. They're gonna, yeah, they're hard workers. They got a paycheck coming every yeah. week. But they're not like, you know, they're not superly high paid. There's no. well paid jobs. But that they, are looking they for can a buy. Yeah. If you're looking for a flip, they can eventually buy because they can get credit because yeah. mm-hmm. their job. And they definitely can rent yeah. because of that, you know, and that's one of them other things, what you're really looking for. And, you know, like you're saying, the unemployment rate, mm-hmm. it'll drop and them are better paying jobs, not as great as they once used to be. But they're still better paying than the average, and it's dependable employment. That's the dependable. good thing. You're not you don't have some startup that all right, the startup came with 100 jobs. Next year they're all out of business. Right, right. You got these guys dumping. They said like 50 million dollars yeah, or something huge, crazy. Huge, yeah. So they're not gone tomorrow. You you know you're, you yeah they're going to recoup their money. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's one one way or another. They're, they're, yeah, they're bank on I've been to three conferences in the last month, and there was an economist at each and every one of them. And they all came back and they were showing the unemployment rate. They were showing sales of homes. They were looking at how many cars are being produced and what types of vehicles were being produced. And they were putting it all together. And they're projecting that we may dip a little bit, um, but not like the crash that we had. But, I mean, it's fairly stable. You're going to have some little ups and downs is what they're predicting, but nothing drastic. So, you know, it's still a a safe place for a while. And I, yeah, I'm not like an economist, but that's my favorite. I love to talk like reading about the economy, so I know mm-hmm. a bit. But yeah, even if it drops, it, it's a normal business cycle. We're actually in like an abnormal market. We've had ten years up. It's pretty long, like bull run. So people do think it'll drop, but for sure, just but don't I'm, overpay. You know, if you know your rents, <laughs> there I mean, you if go. you know your rents nine hundred dollars and you're buying a rental, don't buy it for two hundred thousand. Buy it for something that is that's safe enough thing. that if you do take a hit, you can still pay that mortgage mm-hmm. if that's how you're financing it. Or, yeah, I look at a lot of times when I'm looking at like a property that, you know, I'll sell to a renter or something like that, to a landlord. I try to make sure there is, if it does drop, if he has to drop his rent, there's still room there. Yeah. You know, if you're buying a rental and you're only making, you know, $50 a month and, and the economy drops and you can't rent it, so you got to drop your rent to get it rented, you could mm-hmm. lose money. So, every month. You know, yeah, yeah, every month, you know. So I always take a buffer there to make sure that, you know, if I'm selling it to somebody, because I want to sell them a whole bunch of properties. I don't sure. want to sell them one. Try to get it where there's a buffer. So I know that you were past the note. We had somebody asking us a question about Cam. Yeah, yeah. And so you, do you want to present that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Cam. <laughs> In six months, we're going to put you on the spot nice. here. In six months, we want to do, uh, uh, we got to follow up with you. We're going to talk to you a lot more in between there and then. I'm sure you'll be back on. 
But in six months, we want to see the note was talking about is Cam buying two new properties within six months. We're God gonna, willing, it's going to happen. We're going to okay. hold you accountable. We're going to hold you accountable. Yeah, That's hold part of this group. Yeah, for sure. And then I'll and I'll say what I did wrong if I didn't close on those deals. There you go. And those are learning lessons. Yeah. And then maybe I could come back to you guys and say, hey, this is what I tried to do. It didn't work. So what can I do? What's the strategy that I could take to make sure it happens for the next six months? Oh, and I know you have a mentor, but right. again, again we're, no, we're no. all people that you can reach oh, out yeah, to during 100%. that time. That, I appreciate it. That can yeah. certainly. Yeah. And if you want it, you got to You got to make it happen. Like there it'll, it'll, it'll hmm, happen. There's somebody that says <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> one of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of them people that say that all the time. All the time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're so true. And this part of this group, what we've talked about with this group here is what we really, what we're trying to achieve big time is we want to turn this into a almost, I hate to say the word, almost like a uh, support group, you know, a self-help know, support group and an educational type thing. Because that's part of, we want you to come on and talk about your journey. Mm-hmm. How did I get there? What did I do wrong? Don't always give the fluff, oh, you know, it's a million dollars, you know, we're right, all exactly, happy and all yeah. that. No, you got slapped somewhere right. along the way. Talk about that, too. And that's kind of, you know, that's where we're trying to go with this whole thing that we're doing is help people. Sure. It's all about giving back, like you were talking about. Give back, give back. Because when you give and give and give, you don't even realize it starts flowing your way because people thrive off that, you know, that positive energy that you can bring. And so we're going to hold you accountable. Hold me accountable. And we want to yes. see what you do. I know, 100%. Yeah. And another question is okay, so. We're in an age right now where technology, I'm a big tech guy. I like to talk about technology. So how can we implement tech and real estate at the same time? Is there a bridge that we could maybe have like a funnel and just kind of like a pipeline where someone walks in or you have all these users that want to um, buy a house or invest their money and then kind of just go through a channel command without letting them go? So if they have bad credit, okay, let's kind of... Have that, that fix that. that. Almost like a, like one of those flow charts, like yes, like and a no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a get chart. Or you have a, you have like a no. Okay, cool. We like have an answer for that. WebMD for real estate yeah, investing. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah, you know. no. It's just like it's. I think that's something that's. I, I haven't seen it. Maybe you guys have, but like like no, a I've pipeline from the beginning to end, where all you know, let's say twenty of us right here in this room. Okay, we all want to buy a house. We all want to invest our money. We made it happen because of this pipeline. Oh, I and think that'd be fun to that's, talk about. That's something, I, I think that's something that that's great. Is, it'll be cool to talk well, about. Well, you Maybe see a lot of on. little pieces of right. that, but I've never seen nobody, like you say, yeah. try to put it all into a flow Correct. chart like, okay, I got bad credit. Here's what you do to fix your credit. Sure, sure. So sure. if you want to, now, a lot of real estate's done without credit. But if you want to do the Burr finance and refinance out your rentals later, you need that. So try to get a flow chart and get it. I think that's a phenomenal idea. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Yeah. Now you got just, something to do. Well, <laughs> well, because each type of investment is different. I mean, right. your exit strategy is different on every sure. investment. Everything. So, I mean, the buy and holds or the fix and flips or if you're going to wholesale or hotel. I mean, your exit strategy is different everything. on every single one. So um, I was at a conference and I met somebody and that's actually what he specializes in is he helps people look at their investment properties, look at their portfolio and what choices are best to make depending on the area, the location, your end goals, why you're buying it. And I mean, it, it's amazing how much there is to really know and how many different ways you can go with it. It's not just a one-stop shop or yeah. this is the way you go. And 
the majority of my investor clients are the most creative minded deal structuring people that I have ever met. So they keep me on my toes and there's not much I haven't seen. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's nice that I can help them or, you know, send them to somebody like you that, that might be able to partner on a deal or do a, you know, some kind of referral or at least get them the resources that they, that they need to get. So we were talking about accountability and somebody wanted to know our 30 day goal. What is your number one, your one thing that you really want to get out of the next 30 days? Am I, are we going in order here? You're going. Go <laughs> you go first. I have to think about this. So I, I mean, my goal for uh, 2019 was to get 100 rental units. Mm-hmm. I already came in with some, but like I said, I bought seven already. I'm behind the eight ball here. So in, in uh, six months, I guess I would like to buy 50 units, no matter what that means. If mm-hmm. it's a 16 unit, a four unit, two unit, one 50 single families. I don't want some 50 single families, but. And what yeah. about 30 days? What can we hold? Oh, in to? 30 days. Yeah. yeah. So sorry. In 30 days, um, close on at least one more property. Um, like I said, I, yeah, close on a property. And I, I actually have a goal of every month meeting two, meet more than that, but it's actually like meeting two like useful people. Uh, so like if I network with 50 people, I actually meet two that uh, add some sort of value to each other. Uh, and nice. that's actually on my wall. So I got that in there. I got a bunch of little mini goals. So, but that's every single month I'm supposed to do that. And that's your one thing for the next 30 days. Yeah. That and close on a property. I'm supposed to buy a property every month. So, um, that's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Jeff, what do you got? Yeah. Whole bunch, but the one, the one really my, my 30 day goal right now is I want to do consistently five deals a month, every month. And if I can get to that five deals a month, then I can start doing what else I want to do. And that, that is the buy and hold. I'm going to move into that for the long term, being a, being a little bit longer tooth in the age, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to keep doing this forever and ever. But uh, no, five deals, five deals a month. That's that's my big track right now is and that is the plan for the next 30 days to keep hitting that, keep doing it and just keep going and going. Yeah. What do you got going for 30 days out? Just wanted to look at three houses a week. That'll be a great starting point for myself. Some of that's early on, early on. Um, And then within 90 days, close on a property, Uh, then 120 days, close on maybe another one and then reflect on those properties that I uh, closed on, but 30 days from now, just in 30 days, I do want to see myself. Okay. These are the notes that I took from all these houses in a neighborhood, a sack. Like this one, I want to be like a wolf of washer of a niche. Like if it's South Warren, okay, cool. South Warren. I am, I want to be that guy. If it's, uh, Detroit. Okay. Let's let me dabble with Detroit, but I want to stay in Detroit. So that's kind of what, for someone that's new in the game, I, that's what I want. Like I want to know my area really well. And I think that's going to just, reading, uh, talking to different people, um, being out there, just not, okay, I'll Google it. Okay. Google is one thing. Talking to you is one thing, but also experiencing it for myself. I took a lot from this conversation. Okay. What's in this neighborhood? Is there a mire in this neighborhood? Is there, are there banks? If there's not things that are beneficial for the community, then it might not be beneficial for myself. I'm not going to be able to build a mire or a grocery store. I'm just gonna be able to buy the house. So in 30 days, go out there and actually do research on a neighborhood that I want to hopefully invest in. Very good. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, do you have your real estate license? Do either of you two have your real yeah, estate license? Yeah, good question. I actually just got mine. You uh, just got yeah, yours? Yeah, it's, it's for myself. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's for mm-hmm. me. But yeah, I, I did. I just got it. And like I said, I actually have a, a realtor I've used since I started. I'll still use him. And I, I, 
I haven't fully told them I have my realtor's license, but I, I always tell them, I say, send me properties, anything you send me, you'll buy. But I haven't bought anything through him since I got my realtor's license. Like, okay. I have to disclose it. But anything he brings me, I'll buy it through him and I'll let him sell it for me. Sure. You know, How so about you? I do not have my realtor's license. Um, I just don't see myself having a purpose because I'm not on the MLS or all day, every day. But I, what I want is I want to actually go out there, look, think strategically, think outside the box and hopefully close on a deal that way because I don't want to fight with him on the property because I'll probably lose because I'm not out there all day. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't want, I don't see myself being right now having any benefit with it. So I kind of just want to get out there and knock on doors, get, put myself in uncomfortable situations. And that's, Hopefully, maybe one day I'll get a license. But right knocking now, knocking on doors is great, by the way. Yeah, it's something I, something that I was told afraid. from one knock of my mentors door, back in the days: go out there and just it, knock yeah. on doors. Yeah. Knock on doors. That's how they do it. Um, I met a woman that a real estate agent in California, and she would knock on doors in the summertime in the neighborhood she wanted, and she'd do it in the, during the day. And she had a flyer for mommies and mimosas and she invited all the moms that were at home with their kids to a party and she ended up getting like four listings out of it oh wow so i mean you can be hey, creative, creative. Yeah, thinking outside the box mommies and mimosas i don't know how well you'll do with that one but you know we can we can figure it out you know, bros and beers yeah, right? yeah. change that one up for sure for you now what's your goals Mine is I have um, an electronic closing platform and so we're trying to get up and uh, and get that going. We want to be on the forefront for closing. So I'm look, actually trying to figure out which one of my investors is willing to be my guinea pig and try oh out a cash God. deal right online. So you don't even have to come to the office. And you can do it right from your home. <laughs> there you so, go. <laughs> um, as a buyer, yeah. we wouldn't even have to bother you with a notary. But on a cash deal, um, if the, if you're the seller, we still have to have the deed signed and what signed for recording purposes. Yeah. But everything else can be done right um, right from a tablet. So oh, that's yeah. um, we've had it. We've been working on it. We figured out how to make all the signature lines tag correctly. So. We are good. We're good to go. So I'm looking for that. That's that, a time that one power of automation. <laughs> yeah, that, just find that one right investor that that will help us work through the glitches and and make it work. So because I'd like to get that rolled out probably within oh, the next cool. sixty to ninety days, where we can offer that to everybody. Yeah. So that's cool. mine. Well, any other questions that you had, or are we good? No, no questions from this side. Got it. Anything else? No, not that I can think of. Oh, awesome. I think this was a fun meeting. Yeah, no, no sorry, one thing. This yeah. was actually a great meeting. I learned a lot from each one of you guys. Um, appreciate reaching out to me. And uh, hopefully we could, hopefully in the next, in the future, we could do a deal together. Yeah. yeah. I think that would be awesome. And I'd like to follow your journey because I think that's, that's really awesome. Yeah. And if you don't mind us holding you accountable, I Hold really, me accountable, please. I really want to like, see what's going to happen. I'm very curious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, well, he's got such great like spunk and gumption, yeah, you know, like yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. He's right. That, that's he's like, a you he's stuff. He's totally yeah. like wound up, <laughs> and I love it. It's nice to see the excitement, you know. Yeah, he is. Because like from the people that have been doing it for a while, it's a lot of war stories, and you know, you don't hear the, the great, awesome deals anymore. So it's really fun to find someone excited sure about is. investing that that's working right. on it. So oh, it's well, great. I, I think that's gonna wrap us up. You've been listening to the Michigan Real Estate Investor Network podcast. We just call it the network. To subscribe to the show, go to www.michiganreinetwork.com where you can have the show sent right to your inbox. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to be on a future show, there's a link on the site to submit your info. 
The network is 100% focused on the Michigan real estate investing community. Whether you're brand new or a grizzled vet, we want you to be a part and share the love.